Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. All right. Hello, everybody. It's time for the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. We're, uh, it's me and Jeremy again uh, talking about WrestleMania 38. I must say, we uh live shit happened, so like it's coming out later than we expected, but <laughs> we're doing it now. Yeah, just a little late. We'll we be doing backlash. Yeah, I know. We'll be doing backlash in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really help knowing that uh we were not or well, at least me, I wasn't really enthused with this uh, WrestleMania. And uh mind you uh, Jeremy came down for uh vacation. Well, I guess a vacation. He was still working at the time, but uh, he was uh, visiting at the time. So we all watched it together. And uh, what's it called? So we watched it over. I think it was like two or three days. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the you know, Yeah, well, for one, my flight got canceled for Saturday, so we couldn't even watch it live. You know live like we planned to on April 2nd. So then we ended up watching like eight hours of wrestling on the second day, on yeah, Sunday. <laughs> that we couldn't make it through because... Oh, yeah. Because, oh, because, I mean, uh, I'll have to say, I mean, I like the pay-per-view, but uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, we'll just say the first three matches... We're fucking filler out the ass, right? And I think I fell asleep during the third one. But <laughs> well, I'm sure, not, yeah. I don't even remember it. But uh, <laughs> Well, it's mainly because I don't like Logan Paul. But well, let, I mean, and let Paul, me mention fucking Usos really? versus Shinsuke and Rick Books, where it looks like Rick Books got an injury out of it. I guess yeah, he... Tore his, he tore his meniscus or something. Yeah, which hopefully speedy recovery to Rick Boogs. I mean, like, he was trying to do the spot where it looked like he was trying to do a move with both the Usos, and then his just, like, leg just couldn't take it. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully he recovers, like, swiftly and comes back onto TV, like, eventually. Like, I don't even know if he's just, like, playing guitar in a damn wheelchair or something <laughs> for day. It tells me like this was that example I've talked about in previous podcasts where the first well the first two matches at least we've seen over and over and over again. Yeah. So and it's like and that's the main problem that I'm seeing 
out of the bloodline period is that we're, uh, they're trying to book them to the fucking moon and I'm honestly tired of them <laughs> like all three of them I'm tired like I don't want to see Usos with the damn title belts for like well, fucking a year and a half well I wonder if they're taking what fans are saying it to heart because at first this was going to be a unification backlash you know because the Usos defeated them right so they're still the tag team title holders Oh, but it was supposed to be a uh, tag title unification thing at at Backlash, and they changed it. So now RK Bro is with. Yeah, I noticed that they did like a triple threat or a well, six man tag match yeah, or something. Tag match now with uh, Drew McIntyre's with RK Bro, and the Usos are with. Uh, shoot. Uh, uh, the Usos are with, uh, what's he called? What's his face? I thought it was with Roman. It's Roman, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, they, and that's because Brock's not wrestling it. Yeah. Which I could give a shit less about him wrestling again. Hopefully it takes some time. I mean, honestly, like, we were talking about uh, when we were watching it, that this is his best, like, character work. I think it's mostly because it's closest to him. Yeah. But I was so, I already knew that the Usos was going to win. And then fucking when Rick Boogs, um, Boogs got injured, I was like, oh, great, dad, insult to injury. And then Shinsuke had to be in the match for like five minutes or however long to like, uh, to do the end of the match and everything because they might have had other shit planned. And then, uh, they had to change it on the fly. Yeah, but, I don't get what they're doing with half the wrestlers right now. Well, that and that's what I'm saying. It's like it's all fucking boring as shit. It's like these three matches. Like uh, I already knew that the Drew McIntyre one and fucking Happy Corbin was gonna be the pee break match. When it's uh, thank God they got it out of the way quick though, because I mean. Oh my god! I was ju- I just knew that it, all it was gonna do was Drew was gonna beat him, and I was like, okay, I don't really care about seeing this. And now it's already showing that Happy Corbin is splitting up with Madcap Moss already. I was like, damn, already? Yeah. <laughs> like you can't even give it a certain like they've only been a tag team or not even a tag team. They've been around each other for like maybe three or four months, and it hasn't been long. I know that. I'd be yeah. surprised on how long. And now they're turning Madcap a face for whatever reason because you can't turn Baron Corbin a face at all. Like, I don't know. Like, I've been seeing him do the same bullshit for ever now. And it seems like anytime, whenever he gets in a feud with somebody, you just know that either he's going to lose or it's going to go on for like a year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what's crazy to me. So, yeah, these both were fillers. And then, I mean. And then I just didn't really. I didn't uh watch because they had Logan Paul in it. Yeah. Don't get the, 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 uh, what do you call it? The fascination with this dude. Well, obviously. Him or Jake Paul, I don't understand the fascination with either one. I think they're both trash. And, like, the problem is, is that the Paul brothers. A lot of their stuff on YouTube and Vine, when it started out, it seemed like they were all right people, but they were doing a bunch of stuff on Vine. 
And uh, what's it called? They were in one of those houses where all they would do is do vines. And they kind of do that with TikTok. And it seems like YouTube somewhat too, where they put like a bunch of creators in a house. And then that's all they do. Like period is like a bunch of TikToks or like vines or whatever. But like that, like I've never really cared for him at all. I thought Logan Paul was kind of funny until I saw stuff with the suicide forest thing. And then I was like, okay, this guy's a piece of crap. (laughs) And then I knew last year, what was it? Like, they had Logan Paul do something at WrestleMania last year. Uh, Like, I think it was something with The Miz or something, or John Morrison or something at the time then, too. Yeah, I I, I don't like... I don't understand. Oh, yeah, it was with Sami Zayn. That's what it was. It was like he did something with Sami Zayn, and then eventually... Logan Paul tried to punch him, and then they were like, oh, like, he's trying to be a face. No, Logan Paul's always going to be a heel, no matter what it is in this situation. And, I mean, he's athletic, right? I mean, he's just a jackass. And when I watched this, I was not interested in it. I knew he was going over because, you know, like, when do they ever do any celebrity matches where, like, the fucking celebrity loses? (laughs) And it's at the detriment of the Mysterios, right? Like, because, like, especially Dominic and shit, it's like, it goes against them. It makes them look stupid. Because, I mean, this motherfucker came out with the most expensive Pokemon card, which I highly doubt that that's the most expensive one. But I'm sure that there's probably a different one that it costs more. But also, at the same time, they didn't talk about how much he spent, like, I think it was like three and a half million dollars on a a lot of Pokemon cards and they were all fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like during this match, I was, I think I was kind of falling asleep to it too, mostly because I was fucking bored and I didn't really care about it. And it's sad because the Mysterios and the Miz, and I like the Miz, but fucking Miz always ends up having the same fucking match, man. Like, he he can cut good promos, but every match is the same with him. Like, he doesn't do anything, like, fucking crazy. (laughs) And most of the time, it's the Mysterios that do the crazy stuff. Now that I watch it, that that pay-per-view, or premium live event, I guess you can say, right? Yeah. Was four hours long each day, right? Yep. There was only seven matches. Yeah. on, On each day. Well, that's what I'm saying. It took like it looks like 25 minutes for the first three matches. Yeah, I'm, so it's like what all the filler they have because four hours and you only have seven matches. Yeah, I mean, when we talked about all in, I think they had 21 matches or something like that. Yep, and they did it in four hours. But yeah. that's oh man, that's the main thing about this, right? So, like, uh, there's a lot of matches that I just didn't care about watching. <laughs> well, like, I definitely think that night one, best match for me was the next one, which was Becky and Bianca. I definitely think best. that was my favorite one. Yeah, it was the best match, but it was also, we've seen it before. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the problem, is that a lot of these, we've seen the match already. Yeah. I mean, they should have done this at SummerSlam. I know that they were trying to beef it up like Becky was turning heel and shit like that. But you're trying to tell me you couldn't have spent like 10 or 15 minutes with them 
and then she did a stupid finish, and then she turned heel off of it. Really? But I mean, that's that's the problem with uh, with a lot of the booking and shit with this. Like, I definitely think this was the best match. Second best was the next one to me was Seth and Cody. Yeah, and at least that one was a new match. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know if they ever fought, uh, like, because I think he left before the Shield was around. Or no, he was around with the Shield. I forgot him and Dustin uh, took the tag titles off of them. Mm-hmm. This is a, a while ago. So, uh, what's it called? Which I'm, like, we talked about it. I just hope that they do something right with him. And I definitely think that Cody, I like how they kept his music. Like, I guess uh, Downstate, I think, was the pe- people that did the music. Like, I, I think that they're just like, yeah, like, this is his music no matter what now. Which it seems like. Because, I mean, everywhere that he goes, he uses that music now. So, which is cool. I mean, like, it would have been funny if they would have came out with smoke and mirrors or something just to, like, switch it up. But, I mean, this that match was pretty good, too. But also, at the same time, Seth Rollins does a lot of the same matches, too. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem with WWE wrestling, man. If Seth Rollins was in AEW, I'm sure that the match would be a lot different with Seth Rollins. He wouldn't be the. Sometimes I wonder, like, if it's WWE trying to save them, meaning, uh, oh, want to keep them from getting injured super easily. You know, like with Daniel or Brian Danielson, whatever. I I wonder if he was kind of being told to play it safe because of his concussions when he came back, and I wonder if, like, with Seth Rollins because of his knee, if they've kind of. Or maybe he has because of his knee. You know, he's changed the way he does his matches. Certain moves and yeah. stuff, yeah. Well, I mean, but, but I'm sure the, that there's probably a, but a, a combination of both. Dean Ambrose, or John Moxley, whatever you want to call him now, when he was in the WWE, I remember commenting back then, his matches were exactly the same every time he'd go in the ring. So I think it might just be a WWE thing. Yeah, I think that's how WWE does their matches. They uh, they they want to have a pace where every time you see their signatures, you always see their finishers and stuff Baron like that, and they pace it a certain way or whatever you know you want to call them. Same thing. He always does that move where he slides out of the ring and then he runs back in and does the clothesline. Oh, you're talking about Baron Corbin or yeah. Happy Corbin? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the, the, I think that's to the, the detriment of WWE is knowing that they don't do much different. And that's why I'm hoping that with, because we were talking, I'm hoping that Cody is the one that takes the title off of Roman. Because I don't think Roman needs the fucking belt for two years. God, I would be so fucking bored of seeing him. He doesn't have anybody else to fight. <laughs> Cody is the only other person that he could wrestle that just he hasn't wrestled already. But the problem is on Raw and and Roman's on SmackDown. Well, knowing that he has both titles, you should do two matches. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I, or but... at least do one where like uh, it, it's kind of like the undisputed belt, right? Where they combine them both. But 
you can I don't know. It's just to me, I'm so over Roman. I've been over Roman for a yeah, while. I've been over Roman for <laughs> years. Yeah. Still though, but you know, even it goes like it seems like the main two fucking people that no matter what they fucking booked them so highly is both of these motherfuckers. Might as well talk about fucking Roman and then Charlotte, knowing that that's the next match. And I'm like, I cannot believe. And it's funny too because they were saying that Ronda was super pissed off. I guess how they booked the match or like the ending. Well, it wasn't the ending. It was the fact they weren't the main event. Which is ridiculous. But I mean, like if if they were going to be the main event, they would have had to do it a bit differently. Stone Cold. Was Stone Cold being there? You knew that was going to be. Yeah. You knew that that was going to be the fucking last one. Being in hell. And yeah, the most overdue that that like if he's synonymous, there's two guys known synonymous with WWE as Hulk Hogan and fucking Stone Cold. Those are the two main guys. And then the Rock like, behind that. Well, that well, that's what I'm saying. It's like the I'm just talking about the two tent poles, whatever. Like the main guys that were the most selling merch and all that shit. And so you knew that Stone Cold was, especially if he was going to do an actual match, like you knew. And that's what I'm saying. Charlotte, fucking, I'm so tired of Charlotte. And I love, like, Rhonda, I like, but I don't like how she lets people get to her, especially in the wrestling ring. Like, these people, like, how they got, she got pissed off how people boot her and shit. It's like, you got to grow up, man. This isn't an area where no matter what, they're going to boo you if they don't like you. <laughs> Especially well, if you're booked as a champion and they're already tired of you being the champion already. needs to learn how to play off of that. Because yeah. one thing I can tell you that Becky does really well is she plays off whatever the crowd does. Sasha, too. I would say Sasha... Um, does well, it I mean, you know, like we still think that Sasha's their best person and they don't push her as their best. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't there's a lot of people that fucking when they were in the 80s and the 90s that were their high, um, in my opinion, were their highest guys and then they weren't pushing them as the highest guys, right? Like, <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, like, I always thought I liked Randy Savage more than Hulk Hogan. But, I mean, I get why and stuff like that. And same with, like, there's all sorts of different people that you could get to. Like, about Roddy Piper, for another example. Roddy Piper was, like, one of their all-time best villains. Same with, uh, what's it called, with Ted DiBiase. No matter what, Ted DiBiase would have been a villain anyway. But... <laughs> Because you wouldn't be able to do his gimmick as being a nice person right? unless he gave away money all the time. It just yeah. works better as a villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, that's why I say, like, with the Ronda thing, no wonder why Charlotte's a heel or whatever, but, like, I was just so bored of this match, too. I mean, like, I like Ronda. I like her wrestling style and stuff like that, and I like how they mix the judo into yeah. it. But, like, I'm so tired of fucking seeing Charlotte as a champion. It's like, dude, do something different instead of like, like I'd be totally fine if she was off of air. Like if they fired her or some shit, I would be totally fine. 
Well, yeah, and I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, they won't ever. But like, if any, if anybody's the ten holes for like their uh, top guys in there right now, it's Roman and uh, and Charlotte. <laughs> but I think what I've heard is that backlash. She'll she'll lose to Ronda. So we'll see. Yeah, I'll believe that until she like politics her way to have the title some more. Well, yeah, That's like Triple H and a bunch of other dudes have done. <laughs> that Becky Lynch uh, broken skull sessions where they actually show how that yeah. actual part went. Yeah, I watched it afterwards. I, I, I like whenever, especially on Stone Cold stuff, they should be able to like have a conversation where they tell them like whatever and be not in trouble for like their opinions on stuff. But I mean. When it's a WWE thing, you're going to worry about that shit anyway. But, obviously, they got the go-ahead from WWE beforehand, because otherwise they would have never fucking talked about it. (laughs) But, yeah, so, like, of course, the end of the night thing was the Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens, which I liked how they did, like, the KO show thing, where he was kind of antagonizing them, and he was like, yeah, let's get into a match. What he was talking, it was hilarious. I was laughing my ass off when when everything he was saying to him. Yeah, and that's one thing that I love. Vince has to have higher stock in Kevin Owens. Otherwise, Kevin Owens is going to leave at one point. And I'm surprised he actually stayed with like all the other stuff, like where other than him being universal champion at one point, they haven't really done anything with him since. What's except this? for him losing to Roman. It's the same thing. The same thing with a lot of them, though. Shinsuke was the same way. Like they yeah. came up, and they haven't done really shit with him on the main roster. Oscar um, was gone for what six months before. At least six months, August, yeah. Last week or whatever. I yeah. Mean, so it's like, what the shit? I mean, you you have a small roster as it is, and then you can't even figure out what to do with the five that you have. So let's be <laughs> having the same match every week. I mean, that's their solution. It's like, what the fuck is that about? I mean, it's... it's... And, that's why, and that's why I say with this match, it was cool, because at least it shows that Kevin Owens likes, or uh, Stone Cold likes Kevin Owens for him to go out like where he actually did a match with uh, with Kevin Owens, like the one where I think it was they said that it was 19 years since the last time he wrestled. Yeah, but or he something also like that. A stunner from him. I mean, that also yeah. That you know he must have good stock in KO because I don't think he'd take his own finisher from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially if anybody does the best stunner other than him, it's probably Kevin Owens. Yeah. Either that or Willie Mack. Willie Mack does a good one. I mean, like, you don't know who he is, I don't think. He was in uh, Lucha Underground. That's when I first uh, saw him. He used to come out as just Mac or the Mac or something like that. But, like, his finisher has been the stunner for a while but he does a pretty good stunner too, and uh, he's in Impact right now. I think currently he is. I don't know if he's still there or not, but I know that he was there last time I checked. But he does a pretty good stunner. But uh, I mean, Kevin Owens it makes sense with him anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he talks as much garbage as fucking 
Stephen Austin, uh, Steve Austin does and stuff like that. So I'm not surprised. But that that was pretty much night one, really. Yeah, seven matches. And yeah. of course, like fucking uh, <laughs> Owens did a bunch of bumps and shit. <laughs> of course, he did oh. a bunch of bumps, and they probably went through like twenty beers. And it was funny how mom was uh, was in the background, and she's like, "What the hell is this shit?" <laughs> like, yeah. Making fun of Austin. <laughs> well, he drank about probably fifteen, or you know he. He opened up 15. I would say that he... Uh, he At least. <laughs> he maybe a quarter of one. I mean, it's even... He spits most of it out and half of it does is goes on him. So I'm sure he probably gets a good buzz going on of like oh, how many beers he like downs. You down them all right at once, but at the same time, most of it is all over yeah him. all over him yeah but i mean i'm sure that that's why he did that and did it that way anyway because otherwise he would be fucked up every night like if he actually like fucking drank everything and he did that like several times so he had to drink just a little bit and spill most of it on him but yeah like it seemed like austin didn't even miss a step and i've seen him do like tough enough and stuff like that before i think when he was the judge on tough enough this was a while back when velveteen dream was on it you could tell he's got and i think Eva Lee was on it too you could tell he's just he was tired though oh yeah like you could tell that he just yeah you could tell that he's retired which is cool i mean it's nice knowing that now it should be like where it's definitely his last match Right. Like, it's totally fine. I was surprised knowing that he actually had the match in the first place. So, it's nice knowing that they did that anyway. So, uh, what's it called? Just like uh, the first night, too. I like RK Bro. I definitely think it's the highlight of uh, the tag team division, at least on Raw right now. Yeah. And but I, like, the Street York- Profits is weird. Same with Alpha Academy. I don't yep. understand the shush thing. And <laughs> <laughs> well, it reminds me. Did just... another wrestler do that years ago? I'm trying to remember. There was one that did shush. Well, I mean, it was probably like, if anything, it was like Stevie Richards or some shit. Yeah. Like, was... Because I remember in the movie, oh, what movie was it, where he's like, shush. Yeah. Like, and I that's... can't remember what movie it is right now, but like. <laughs> I <laughs> Some reason I want to think a wrestler had that same gimmick. I'm sure that they probably did. I'm sure, like at one point that they probably have had the same type of thing. But that's the main, uh, the main part of it is that I'm just like I don't understand. Like I understand if it's Alpha Academy, they're just saying that they're better workhorses than all the people on the roster. That's fine. But like him saying shush to everybody, that just doesn't. That just seems like, hey, I'm trying to piss you off. Because anybody's going to be pissed off if somebody says shush to you, right? Essentially. But, I mean, like, this match was cool. I mean, uh, I know you don't like Matt Riddle. I th- I like Matt Riddle's wrestling style. I wish that they had I, him do more I, wrestling. I like him with, with Randy Orton. For yeah. Something. And I think this is the most fun Randy's had wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's fake when he talks. Like he had his twentieth uh, 
Dude, I love that fucking shirt, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, RK Bro 420, and he's like, I just smoked your asses. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Especially how they uh, they took weed off of the the thing now, off the wellness policy, so you could smoke weed in WWE now, supposedly. <sighs> Probably because it saves him a lot of trouble, but... Yeah, Randy had... Uh... 20th year celebration thing on Raw. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I didn't see what happened on there. I just noticed that Matt Riddle was just like, you've been in there for like 20 years and a bunch of people came out or something. Talked and he mentioned this is the funnest time he's had wrestling in his career and Mm. you know, if it wasn't for like Mick Foley and Triple H guys like that, he wouldn't be at where he's at today. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's true. I mean, he's done a lot. Like, uh, pretty much Mick Foley made him in that wrestling match. And then Triple H helped him out by putting him in evolution. Yeah, and that's that's what Randy said, was that Mick Foley made him, basically. Yeah. Mick Foley even came out and said... I mean, fucking Mick Foley makes everyone, though. That motherfucker sold the shit out of everything for everyone. Like, Vader, like, he uh, got destroyed by Vader all the damn time. He's out, he sold for, for, like, he made Edge, he made fucking Randy Orton, he made a lot of dudes, even though that, really, Undertaker didn't mention him during his fucking Hall of Fame speech, Mick Foley made fucking Undertaker at one point, too. Not, like, completely, right? I'm not saying completely, I'm just saying he helped. (laughs) Well, I can probably, out of all of the matches, my favorite matches, that's probably number one. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like the Hell in a Cell match, definitely, which I need to rewatch it again because I, I haven't really rewatched it since we first watched it. Yeah. It like was, when, and I, I just remember I was just like, holy shit, McFoley. Yeah. I mean, and the, this was before the, when he wasn't really McFoley, it was just mankind. Yeah, I mean to show my kids because they don't really grasp when, when I talk about it. I'm like, no, yeah, crazy. It's yeah, especially you know that you can't out top it in a Hell in a Cell match now. No, like, you... he did so much in that match there's that no... there's no uh, overdoing it, yeah. and top even him, you would huh? to top him, you would die. Well, that's what I'm saying, I mean, that's and that's the and that's what I say to the detriment of wrestling as a whole is that, like, ECW and all this shit, it's like, how far do you have to go? Do you Like, for you to get over and stuff like that, because you're like, oh, I've seen this before, right? Like, uh, Suicide Dives, I've seen a million times, and stuff like that. Like, it's different for Darby Allen. I think that's the main guy, just mostly because he comes out like a bullet train. We've talked about that several times. But, like, he makes it different. And I think that's the main thing that gets you over between certain people is that you got to sit there and you got to do certain things that fit for you that don't fit for anybody else. And I think that's why Darby Allen got over anyway. But <laughs> I yeah. know I've gotten off the the track for okay. it, but like that's why I think that some of that stuff, especially because of matches that have happened before, like, there's only so much that you could do, and I think that's the only way to do it, is do something different that just nobody else is doing. 
Yeah, well, for Sunday or WrestleMania, well, they used to call it night too. Now it's WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday, but um, at least they started that night out with the the triple threat tag team match. It was better than how they started night one. Oh yeah, because I mean they had better matches as a whole. No, the next the second two night though. Started. All except for Bobby Lashley and Omos. I already knew Bobby Lashley was going to beat him, but I don't care about Omos. He's just like I don't know. He's just a goof to me. (laughs) I don't get the 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 logic that you keep him and you get rid of Ron. I don't get it. I I I literally just watched a video where they were talking about how he's doing control your narrative right now, where they're kind of doing their own promotion, and they were talking about that. And like he's gotten so shredded since he left, and they're like he ain't doing anything though. I'm like he's trying to start a promotion. If it's starting a promotion, it's gonna take a while. You gotta get your own ring. You gotta get stuff like that. You gotta try to figure out how you're gonna stream it if you're gonna stream it, or like how you're gonna fucking do it in the first place. How you're gonna get enough capital to do it? So some people are just like shitting on it already, and I'm like, dude, you gotta watch the product first. Yeah. For one, they don't have Tony Con- or Con money. I would yeah, say. it's like they don't have that same money. I, I'm not gonna that- say Tony Con money because it's Con money. It's not Tony. Yeah. It's Tony Con got money from his daddy. I mean, so- yeah, and he's the one that's affording most of it. But like, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're doing it themselves. They want to do it themselves, and, th- and that's that's completely understandable. If you could sh- make it by yourself, like because I'm sure that EC3 is like fine with doing Impact or like Ring of Honor or whatever the fuck, but it looks like he wants to make something bigger. Totally understandable. I think you should be able to push the limits to try to fi- figure out what you want to do. And if you try to do it with the dudes that he has, where it's like Weston Blake and a bunch of other guys, if you're trying to do something where it kind of reminds me of uh, Bloodsport from Josh Barnett's stuff, where he's been coming out with like uh, his own version of wrestling, where it's like it has no ropes and it's mostly like a mixture of wrestling and MMA mixed with it like type of thing like knowing that they're trying to do their own thing i think that's what sets it apart from it and i think you should wait until you see something for it i tell you right right now one thing that aew their formula for this forbidden door stuff that's if wwe pulled that shit off they would destroy aew well yeah i I mean we uh, i think we've talked about that before I don't even know why they're not even pursuing that. It makes no sense to me at all why they're not doing any cross-promotional well, stuff. Because they don't give a shit. That's why. I obviously. Know. They got $2, but they everybody if they wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and- honestly, they could end up buying all of them if they wanted to. I think that most expensive one would be New Japan, but like... They have to be able to buy them all out if they wanted to. With AEW doing the Forbidden Door thing with New Japan at the end of the month. Yeah. I mean, it's... Oh, so it's at the end of the month for that? 
I think it's... I don't even know what the matches are going to be and stuff like that. Have they even said what matches are going to be on there? Uh, well, Jay White came out during the announcement. I just saw that Juice Robinson is now on Bullet Club, which is cool because uh, do you ever remember CJ Parker? He used to he used to be in NXT. Sorry, it's it's at the end of June, not the end of May. Oh, okay. So, uh, well, it's probably like right after Double or Nothing or double. right before it or something. Well, Double or Nothing is this month. Oh, it is this month? Fuck. Okay. And CM Punk versus Adam Page. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, May 30th, I think. Ah, uh, okay. But anyway, almost. May see you later. I mean, I can't believe that they didn't have certain people on there on the card, right? Certain people on the card, and then they had almost. Well, that's what I mean. But I think it was just to bring Bobby Lashley back. But it's yeah. Like, so he especially decided... it looks like he's a face now, which I oh, mean, yeah. that's fine. I mean, if it and just don't have him smile a bunch and still have him do the same shit. Where he beats up a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I like. Bob, I think Bobby Lashley should be pushed more than like Brock. But um, I'm surprised they haven't pushed him like Brock. Honestly, because, I mean, because you know, I think his work rate is way better than Brock's. Oh, it is. His matches don't go five minutes every time. Well, that's what I'm saying, and and they're compelling. He doesn't do the same shit every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does like the finishers and stuff, but like most of them are different. Like, there's have changed. He does that uh, hurt lock now. He, yeah, that before they they did. Like, I don't know why they had him stop doing the Dominator and stuff. Like, I, I forgot what his name for it was. There was like the Dominator, and then he did something else that was just oh yeah, the spear. They wouldn't let him use the spear either. I was like, what? Let him use the spear. He does a different version of the spear. Yeah, he does. Yeah, well, you know, I guess that's because Edge does one. I don't know. But well, I mean, too many people do the spear. That's the problem. It's too many people to use the spear in WWE right now. The super kicks. I mean. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's why I, I don't know why they gave him that stalling suplex for the longest time. And... <laughs> But I mean, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I could talk about that shit all day. Surprised you don't see people doing the torture rack anymore. Yeah, but you know, it, I know it must have hurt Luger. I mean, that's the only thing I could think about is that it must have hurt him or something, and that's why. Well, I mean, there's a lot of issues why he's like super small now. I mean, well, drugs and well, yeah, whatever issues that he ended up having. Yeah, he had strokes and stuff, but I mean. It, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about you don't see people doing that move, and there's got to be a reason why. Like they must have banned it or something, because or they just didn't tell anybody that they banned it or something. I don't know, but nobody does it, and I think lastly that would be kind of a kind of perfect move for him to do with something like that. But yeah, like you would have thought that instead of the hurt lock, especially knowing that. Chris Masters did the heart lo- uh, the hurt lock, even though they called it the master lock at the time. But like, and he escaped from it, which is hilarious. You know that now he does it, but uh, yeah. So uh, 
And then the most surprising match that I didn't think I was going to like as much as I did was Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. You know, I mean, I knew that a lot of the guys were going to show up in there, like Wee Man and Chris Pontius and stuff like that. But like, it was just funnier than I thought it was going to be. I think they're doing it again. What doing another match? I think it backlash. I'm almost positive. I think. What in the hell? If anything, it's going to get Sami Zayn over. <laughs> if he's doing shit like this with the jackass guys. It's going to get him over, if anything. I mean, like, I, I love Sami Zayn anyway. But thought that, I thought I read that they're on it. Same thing with Logan Paul, I think. Ugh. Please, God, no. Yeah, Bobby and almost again. Happy what Cor- the fuck? Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. AJ yeah. Stokes. Um... Yeah, because probably Damian Priest is going to come out again. Beth Rollins again. Charlotte versus Ronda. Which backlash is... Yeah, it seems like the same damn fucking matches that they did at WrestleMania. Well, (laughs) it's called WrestleMania Backlash, so it kind of makes sense that it would mostly. But, like, do I need... Oh, whatever. Uh, I'm not even getting into the conversation for that. that He he is. I think I read it wrong at one point, but that's good. I don't need to see him for a third time. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he, whatever, man. I'm so tired of, like, I love Jackass and stuff, but, like, I watched the third movie. It was okay. But, like, I, I don't know. I don't need to see him in wrestling, honestly. But, uh, what's it called? Uh, I mean, obviously, Sami Zayn was having fun, so that's fine. <laughs> but, uh, and then the one that I was just, uh, it was just weird because I thought I wanted to see Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley win it, but the Fatal Four Way tag match where Sasha Banks and Naomi beat uh, Carmella and Queens Lena and Natalia and Shayna Baszler, which I thought Shayna with Natalia was fucking weird. Which it just shows that they don't know what they're doing with Shayna. Yeah, and, you know, Natalia's back on NXT, I think, now. What the fuck? What are yeah. they doing? Yeah, she's, uh, like, feuding with, uh, what's his name? What's her name? Cora Jane, I think. Oh, Cora Jade? Yeah. What um, the fuck is going on? They had all those releases. I mean, so, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on. It's, but, yeah... Sasha Banks, they all seem like tag teams put together on the fly. Yeah. And like, I mean, even <laughs> Queen Zelina were at, at that point before they became the title holders. And Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley just started all of a sudden. And then same thing with Natalia and Shayna and then Sasha and Naomi. They were all like, hey, let's put together a tag team. And, and, and I think partially that, uh, Injuries might be part of the issue. I'm wondering when Bailey's gonna come back because I'm like, I know I would have thought that she would have came back by now. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, maybe she's still injured or they just don't know what to do with her right now. Yeah, I think it's they don't have enough females right now that I think she could easily be put back into it to do something. And and how she left, you know, she could easily come back and restart that 
you know, the feud with, I think it was Sasha at the time, right? Oh, like her feud with Sasha? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm just confused with the whole thing. Hurt her knees. Was it somebody that caused it? See, that's the thing that. Yeah, I don't remember who, like, caused the, her knee to go out. Yeah, I mean, I wish they would do that a lot of the times in the in in wrestling. Like if she came back, yeah. <laughs> it's like if Paige came back, you know, at some point, she should go after Sasha right away. Yeah. And yep, because that's who fucked her over, or you know, in in the minds of everybody that watches and kayfabe and yeah. everything else, yeah. But. But they won't, you know, if she comes back, they'd start some other freaking feud out of nowhere. Yep, and that's the and that's the main thing. Or they'll do a feud, and then they'll do that shit for eight months. Well, then, you know, and then Liv Mor- uh, Rhea Ripley seems like she gets into a tag team and then leaves the tag team. Yeah, like Nikki ACH they didn't, or ASH, whatever. Well, she ain't even doing anything now. Well, <laughs> Liv Morgan and Rhea, they broke up already. Yeah, that's what I heard that Rhea turned heel or something. And I was just like, fucking for real already? Yeah. yeah what they God. need her to do if she's going to do that, she needs to join Edge's group. Yeah. I mean, um, like, it, it would totally make sense. Especially, I mean, they're, and they're probably looking for people to go into that faction. And it would but, be different than what, you know, they keep calling Edge's group like the, well, what is it, Brody? Brody, what's his name? Brody uh, Lee from no AEW. Brody, the one in House of Black. What's his last name? Oh, Brody King. Brody King made that joke that they're a House of Black wannabe or whatever. That yeah, yeah. Uh, the house. I love Brody Judgment. King though. Jeez. But but that could be a differentiator is if they have females in their, or a female in their group. Versus all dudes, you know. Yeah, it's surprising with uh, like Buddy Matthews though, like how he doesn't really do anything except for like wear black. Like yeah. he wears the same, the best kept secret type of gear. Well, and the funny thing is, just black. I didn't know that until she kind of talked about it in an interview or something. For what? Rhea Ripley and him are dating. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. There was a and there's a picture that she did where like it was kind of funny. And she was like in front of him. And it showed him uh, posing like behind her. <laughs> she was like, "We at the gym." <laughs> you couldn't even tell that it was Buddy Matthews dude. except for his fucking arms. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, for like how small he is, small as fuck for like how small he is, or like how short he is. Because I mean, he's probably like five nine or some shit. Well, I would assume, but Hawk or whatever you want to call him, huh? Hawk or Neville, however, you know? Oh yeah, like Hawk uh, is super small too. Yeah, but I mean, still, he's like extremely talented. But I mean, like it's kind of like the, knowing that we're talking about Edge and shit anyway. Uh, like I think, I think this was the other one that I really enjoyed. Uh, I think it was like the match of the night for me was Edge versus AJ Styles, even though it had so many damn fucking rest holds in it. Yeah, Edge doesn't normally have a bad match. I mean, I can't ever look. Especially AJ. (laughs) Well, yeah, especially wrestling AJ, but Edge, 
if I look back at all the matches Edge has had, I don't know if I've ever said he's had a bad one. Like, that match sucked. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, thinking about all the stuff. Like, because he's been wrestling in WWE for fucking years now. Like, 20-plus years, probably. Yeah. And uh, I'm just thinking about just offhand stuff. Like, the, the Mick Foley match... And I the think stuff but, with John Cena. And I like, think, sorry, I think what he's been doing since he came back has been pretty stellar too, because he, yeah, was, especially knowing that his face turn lasted how long it should. And I liked how, like, AJ was face and they didn't do a protect because I thought it was going to be a face versus face thing. So I thought it was cool how AJ came out and then he instantly turned heel on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked how they did that because I mean, it was about time for Edge to turn heel anyway. I mean, like that's one thing that's good about Edge though, is that he plays a good heel and a face. Yeah, not, that- not a whole lot of wrestlers yeah. could play them both. Yeah, I was gonna. That's what I was just gonna say. Is you know, like we've talked about in the past, Randy Orton isn't a very isn't as good of a face as he is a heel. Like he he's a great heel, but face uh and then roman i don't think he's a very good now that he's been a heel he's a way better heel than he is a face um, well it's mostly because he's been hyping himself up as like the right now he's been it seems like he's been doing it where like all the hate that he was getting when he was a face he's kind of like taking that in and just being like yeah i know you love to hate me this type of shit but now it's like getting to the point where eventually he's gonna turn face just because like people are cheering him more and more now so like i could already tell at one point he's gonna be cheered and then they're gonna flip him it's just a matter of time because i don't think that they're gonna have him be heel another year and have him with the damn title belt another year i could see him having the damn belt again because they'll probably be like hey he's gonna try to be bruno san martino type of thing like if it was vince i'm sure that he would try to do something where like like roman could also even come out and say that type of promo too where he would sit there and be like, hey, I'm going to hold this for fucking 3,000 days and beat Bruno's reign or some shit at one point. And ev- eventually that should be like his undoing, essentially, is him saying that shit, and that's when somebody should beat him. But, uh, like, I mean, that's the main thing for me. <laughs> like, I really enjoyed the AJ. I mean, fucking they never have a bad match. Like and knowing that, and like the only thing to me is I hate Russ Holds and uh, like I get they're trying to build the drama or the story, trying to build it up from the ground up and go slow with it. But damn, I don't need to see Russ Holds for like twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> because it's always for like ten minutes they do Russ Holds and counters and this and that, and especially if they do a good match between each other at one point. There's not going to be a whole lot of wrestles. If it would be like if they did Ricochet versus Will Ospreay or something, they constantly counter, 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 counter the whole damn time. They don't do that stuff with a bunch of wrestles and shit like that. And I think that's why a lot of like old timers didn't like it 
because it was just it, it was different from what they usually do for building a match. So, like that, and that's the main thing for me. That, other than that, like the after the first ten minutes or how long it was on for, yeah, it was twenty four minutes. So probably after the twelve or fifteen mark, like it started getting better and better for me. And then I liked how Damian Priest came out, and now he's doing like a version of his character that he was in Ring of Honor with, and that's totally fine, especially if they get other guys to be in the group <laughs> and they don't well, split them up after like two or three months. Well, yeah, and we talked about that. Like, um, they're talking, there's another member and I, but they're not, they haven't like announced who it is yet. Um, well, it's definitely not going to be an NXT guy. That's for sure. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's why I'm hoping it's Rhea, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, anybody that does like dark, music and metal and shit like that should be in the like edges group mm-hmm. uh, anyway just because it would like fit with their like it would be cool if like even oscar came in <laughs> like if they if they put her in there and they were like oh yeah she was undefeated and this and that and then she beats like i don't know charlotte or somebody because i mean who did she come out for becky initially yeah. So if anything, she'll probably go against Bianca at one point and then lose. I'm like, oh, good lord! I'm just not looking well, forward to that. Oscar's <laughs> wrestling is good. I think her problem is her her language barrier part, where she oh gets, yeah, she gets on the mic and don't understand what the hell she says. I mean, it's so it's it's kind of hard for her. It's same thing, and I think that's Shinsuke's problem. And but you know. It's like, why don't they have managers then? And I think that's why Rick Boogs is with Shinsuke, is to... Oh, yeah, to be his mic piece. Yeah. yeah, which is, I mean, it's totally understandable. I mean, that way, especially people like Asuka don't really need to fucking talk. <laughs> well, like, like how she had the highest undefeated or the longest undefeated streak for a woman, like, period, probably, in modern uh, WWE. Which uh, uh, promos when they're on the main roster, though. Yeah, but that's the problem. But like, also at the same time, probably other than probably one of the matches that I knew wasn't going to go long was Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus uh, the New Day too. Yeah, I didn't fuck, know. it didn't... went a minute forty. Forty though. What? <laughs> yeah, like that's like kicking the New Day while they're you know. While they're down, yeah, because they're already dealing with uh, Big E possibly not being able to wrestle again. Yeah. <sighs> Which, fucking, damn it, that will be a sad day, man. Uh, because I love Big E, and I definitely, I mean, at least he was able to be a WWE champion at one point, so that's good. But, like, God, man. And Butch, oh, my God, or Peter Dude. I should yeah. at least call him Peter Dune from now on, just because Kyle O'Reilly's hilarious. But, uh, God, God. And I didn't realize what his fucking character was. You know, fucking freak out and trying to attack the New Day? I'm like, what? <sighs> and now he's missing for some reason, so it's probably gonna be, like, the New Day, like, fucking kidnapped him or some shit. 
Yeah, I read something though about what his character was originally going to be, uh, that they were going to call him, and they forgot that Chris Benoit used to be called that. The rabbit, guess the Crippler or something. Rabbit Wolverine. They were going to call him the Rabbit yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking punch. They're like, <laughs> what the, the fuck? Like, whatever Chris was, and I'm thinking. Well, that was like, I don't remember if they uh, they said that that was his name when he was WWE champion. But I know that it was like, at least when he first started, when he was in the Radicals and all that shit, they used to call him that. Either that or it was his WCW moniker. I don't remember for sure. But that is hilarious, though, knowing that they forgot. It's like, how the fuck do you forget this shit? You guys are like WWE, where you should remember this shit. You got millions of fucking people that should probably know about wrestling. (laughs) Or at least your fucking history. What the fuck? (sighs) But yeah, and then probably the lamest match to me, even though that I like Pat McAfee, is the Pat McAfee and Austin Theory match, which turned into a Mr. McMahon and Pat McAfee uh, match, which was like, okay, did this really need to be necessary? And then eventually Austin came back out and gave the worst stunner of, well, I shouldn't say that it's fucking Austin's fault because it's definitely Vince's fault. Yeah, he, he took the fucking worst stunner ever. I don't even think he really took a stunner, at dude. Six. He didn't even tr- like he like flopped into the corner and then he just fell over. Well, like, not I was like, oh. before Austin came out, that um, Vince acted like it was like you. He was shocked. Yeah, no, like it was him coming out, but it was actually. The music for uh, uh, some for theory, yeah, acted like it was uh, Austin coming out, and so he's just old, man. This is, yeah, he's just just old as shit, and he he even forgets what he ends up doing then, yeah, (sighs) man, good god, but uh, yeah, that just proved that he's too old to be in the ring. Yeah, but with Steve Austin coming back, he probably felt he had to do that because that was basically what made Stone Cold. I would say, yeah, and I I think that's the main reason why they did it in the first place. But I mean, like that's what I was saying. At least Pat McAfee got kind of like a rub out of it because I mean, the first WrestleMania match, really, the, like the last time he was on NXT, and now he's like on WrestleMania and stuff. So that's cool, but. But did I really necessarily need to see it compared to like other people on the card that could have probably had a match on the card? Yeah, that's what I was. That's a, that's the thing. It's like some of them were too many celebrities. Yep, that's what I feel. Instead, instead of like an actual good match. Yep, and that's uh, it was a lot of matches we'd seen before and matches we didn't need to see at all. And that's why I said this one where it was the winner take all. And then they're like, it's the best, biggest match of all. And I was like, uh, we've seen it like 20 or 30 times. And not I can care less about seeing this shit. It was the biggest <laughs> match of all, and it lasted 12 minutes. Yep. 
And fucking, but like I said before, Brock Lesnar does his, uh, like, if he would have been like this all the time, I would have loved his shit. Oh, excuse me. But, like, I would have loved his shit if he would have been like this all the damn time. Yeah. Knowing that he's not like this all the time is why I'm just like, Well, I feel he's at the point now that he doesn't care. Yeah. Where, I, I mean, I honestly think that's why he's being like this now. I think he gave a shit too much before about, like, his image. Or something, especially th- when he first came back at one point. Yeah, I think. I th- yeah, I think now he's legitimately probably having fun just being there. Yeah, but still got the a weird fucking contract because, like I said, he comes to like the major pay per views and that's it. Yep. So, so I mean, like, yeah, it seemed like he was doing more like during SmackDown and stuff like that than he was previously. Like yeah, he was showing for- up a lot, but, but- still. Mania, but since then he hasn't been anywhere. Yeah, which I think that that's like a thing where maybe he had a contract up until WrestleMania, and that was it. Well, until they paid more money. <laughs> well, I mean, now, but it's like he's he doesn't have a match at Backlash, but I think he's going to be at SummerSlam. Yep, I so, wouldn't be surprised. So you don't see him for two fucking months, and they're going to build up an angle where he comes back all of a sudden. I don't and, then, and then he gets into the title picture again. Yeah. Well, that's why I said, like, over, uh, take two fucking years off and then just show up and say, I'm going to fight for the title. And yep. The and all these other dudes are just not getting a whiff of it, right. which that's why I say, hopefully, it leads to Cody winning the belt, uh, oh, at least one belt off of Roman. Well, like, yeah. Because okay. I think he's on Raw. The nice so. part. Is- Cody would be new to w, newer to WWE again, and you know there'd be different matches you would see versus the same ones over and over again. Yep, and like I should say, anyway, I don't give a shit about like the AEW versus uh, WWE shit between them both. Like I, I honestly just hope that Cody achieves anything that he wants to end up achieving in WWE again this time, and. If it doesn't work, hopefully he's able to get out of the contract and try to do something else. If de- like I definitely think Tony Khan is stupid for letting him go. Like I was talking about that when we were talking about it. That like I definitely think that he was being stupid where he didn't think that he was worth as much money as he did as he is. Like I think he should be. Like this guy came out and decided to not go for the top title because of whatever reason, you know, like, and tried to build up people in AEW, and then you didn't think that he wasn't worth, I don't even know how much money he was asking, but obviously Tony Tan didn't want to give him more money because he was already had CM Punk and a bunch of other dudes. So, hopefully, good things happen, and eventually Cody Rhodes gets a fucking WWE Championship or a Universal belt out of this before he's uh, he's done in this uh, next thing in WWE. Because I don't really care about seeing Brock, um, Brock versus Roman like for the 30th time. But you'll see it at uh, SummerSlam, I guarantee it. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Do I need to see that match again? Yeah. No. Yeah, I've I seen it like well, thirty times, like at least ten times, well, ten or fifteen I, times. I talked about the card we're gonna go over probably next week. It's pretty much half this card. Yeah, 
And that's why I'm like, uh, so uh, essentially anybody, when we do the next week's podcast, we're probably going to be like, fucking, it's the same shit that we saw last week, but it was different outcomes. (laughs) Yep. (sighs) So for all that, I guess, uh, what's it called? The next podcast will be WrestleMania Backlash. Hopefully it'll be out sooner than this one. And like I said, we apologize. We just had other shit going on like family shit and everything else so like we were trying to get it out as soon as possible but it was a little bit late but for me and jeremy and everybody at the heart of geek we will talk to you guys in the next podcast peace out see you guys in the next one next week Bye. bye If you guys enjoyed this podcast, you can check out all of our social media accounts, which is The Heart of Geek, and our Twitch channel is Heart of Geek. If you guys wanted to leave any comments or questions uh, relate towards our Facebook page, Instagram, or anything else that you could possibly leave a comment and recommend us anything else to do in the meantime. And for all of that, thank you for enjoying wrestling with the Willies.